hey, I'm excited because in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how your church can be relevant in its community and some of the big pitfalls that come along with trying to become relevant in your community. This is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be tough, but I'll bet that's a word you've used before. So if you would like your church to be relevant in your neighborhood, in your community, in your city, then I think you should stick around because there's a couple conversations that you should have and we're going to tell you about them starting right now. Well, hey there, welcome or welcome back. My name is Mike and I'm a church helper. And my goal today is to help your church make every decision on purpose. Now, before we get started, just a friendly reminder that you can catch this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or on YouTube, or you can get a written transcript on our blog found on our website. So please take a minute to subscribe and comment so we know what you're thinking. We'd love to interact with you a little bit and talk about church relevance because in this episode we're going to start a conversation around that word that I hear a lot of churches use but again is often sometimes more of a catch-all term and if you read the episode or you've gotten this far you've already heard me say it three or four times today we're going to talk about making the church relevant. I'd be willing to bet that at some point in the last year the word relevant has been thrown around in a meeting that you've been a part of. Usually it goes like this. Somebody says, hey, we need to make sure whatever we're doing is relevant. And then somebody else says, yes, absolutely, we need to do that. And now everybody is happy because it's sort of come up and they're thrilled that they're talking about or they think they're talking about being relevant. And then everybody just kind of continues the conversation. Except one thing didn't happen. Nobody defined relevant. And in a meeting where you talk about being relevant, but you don't define being relevant, you've only assured yourself of one thing, you're not going to be relevant. So that's kind of funny, but let's start from the beginning and I'll sort of explain it out. Relevant is one of those terms that has a precise definition, but kind of in practice, it's a little bit more subjective. So Merriam-Webster defines relevant as having a significant and demonstrable bearing on the matter at hand. So the follow-up question that makes that definition come to life, of course, is what is the matter at hand? What is the context in which we are trying to be relevant. Now, before I get too much further, I just want to overcome an objection that I can feel here in my office. I can hear somebody somewhere saying or thinking, Mike, scripture is always relevant. Jesus is always relevant. We, we don't need to overthink this. When we talk about this stuff too much, we get away with stuff. We get away from what's important. And so what I would like you to know is, is that I agree with you. I do believe that scripture is always relevant. But that doesn't mean that you just throw out any scripture in any moment without looking at the context, right? For example, okay, let's have a little fun with this. So often at a wedding, you'll hear 1 Corinthians 13 read, right? Weddings are all about the binding of two people who love each other. So hearing a scripture that talks about love being patient and kind and not envious, that makes a ton of sense. That scripture is relevant to the moment. But if instead of verse uh, came up that was maybe a little different. Maybe somebody started reading 2 Kings 2, 23 to 25. What's that you say? You haven't read that one in a while? Okay, let's take a quick refresher and a look. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel 
As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Get out of here. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. The two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. Now, if you were sitting at a wedding and somebody got up and read that, what would your reaction be? I bet everybody would be looking around at each other going, what in the world just happened, right? And so this is the point that I'm making, right? We're having a little bit of fun with it, but, but it's important. Relevance is influenced by the context of what's happening and perspective and understanding the matter at hand. If a church wants to make an impactful or relevant decision, your team must have conversations about these things, right? And I see this most when groups start talking about younger generations or younger families. Churches will say that they want to make sure that they're relevant for younger generations. But that's a pretty broad brush statement and it really doesn't get you too far. So let's play this out. Let's say your church wants to be more relevant for families in your neighborhood. If that's the case, here's some questions that you should probably ask. Who, maybe in age, are we trying to reach? How are we defining our neighborhood? How far does it stretch? When people say around the church, maybe what streets are we talking about? What are the demographics of our community? How many young families live here? You can find this stuff out by going to Stats Canada or you can ask us for a demographic report. We can do that for you too. What are the needs of our community? In what ways can you find yourself shoulder to shoulder with those in the neighborhood? How can you show your neighbors that you care about them in a way that they'll notice? Are there any felt needs that you can fill. If a church wants to be more relevant to families in the neighborhood, relevance is based on what your community or your neighborhood needs. And in this case, relevance is subjective, but everybody needs something a little bit different. So let me give you a practical example of how I've seen this work. There's a church that I know situated in a small town in Ontario. The church was looking for ways to serve its community, but instead of guessing at what could be relevant, they went into their community to find the need. And although they heard a few things here and there, one thing that kept coming up was that young families in town were struggling with daycare for elementary school age children through the summer. And the church heard that it would be a huge help if they could find some way to help in that area. Now that was a big ask, but it was what the community needed. It was what could have made the church a little bit more relevant in that community. So the church decided to get to work. And today, that church uses a combination of their programming experience, the Canada Summer Jobs Grant, and their building to provide five weeks of extremely low-cost daycare that they call camps during the summer. These camps have significantly impacted the community and have opened up opportunities for many families who wouldn't have otherwise interacted with the church. This church became relevant to their community because they sought out a gap and then they filled it. That's what relevance looks like. And throughout history, the moments when the church was most relevant is when it was meeting the needs of the community and using those opportunities to build relationships and introduce people to Jesus. So what's the bottom line here today? How do you make your church more relevant? Well, you start by asking these questions. One, who do we want to be relevant to? Two, what is their need? Three, what can we do about it? Relevance doesn't happen by accident. It's something that churches do on purpose. So the next time somebody in one of your meetings says, do we need to be relevant? Stop them and say, 
Yes, we do. And what do you mean by that? Don't allow people at your planning tables to make ambiguous statements because when they do, your church will slide into the most significant barrier to being relevant in your community. When churches start talking about becoming relevant, they often begin throwing things at the wall because they just, they need some ideas, right? Should we do a coffee shop, a youth group, a drop-in center, better advertising, more dinners, and always, always, why is it always music? <laughs> and I'm here to say, please just don't do that. Don't try to look at culture or your neighborhood from the outside and guess what they need. Get into your community and find out what they need. So I'll piggyback on music for a second because it always comes up and it's a little bit of fun. I'm not going to get too deep, but sort of here's my take, right? Church music, no matter the genre, isn't relevant to people who aren't church people. Okay, I'm going to say that again because I think it's something I should probably say twice. Church music, no matter the genre, isn't relevant to people who aren't church people. Now, that doesn't mean that people might not find your music relevant eventually. It means that right now, it's probably not. And that doesn't mean your music is terrible, and it doesn't mean that it's not important. But for folks that don't know Jesus or anything about faith, it's just not relevant to them right now. It's not what they're looking for. It's not where their felt need is. And it's certainly not a make or break when it comes to relationship building. More often, it's going to occur through the meeting of a need in your community in the name of Jesus. Relevance, remember, is having a significant and demonstrable bearing on the matter at hand. And I don't know many people who are Christians that would say, what I really need is for that church over there to have better music. So the biggest pitfall when having conversations about relevance is guessing. Stop guessing. If, if you want to get out into the community in a relevant way, then figure out what they need by getting in there and asking. Don't kind of look from the outside and guess. And if you're in a meeting where you think somebody might be guessing, then in a very nice, calm, respectful way, call them on it and steer the conversation back towards answering the question that needs to be asked. What is a relevant way that we can reach out to our community in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you do that and you have honest conversations about it, boy, are you going to find ways to impact your community in a meaningful and relevant way. And I can't wait to hear more stories about that. And that's it. Hopefully we've helped you and your church today become, well, probably not become relevant, but talk about becoming relevant because I don't know what that looks like because you got to figure it out as a team. And if you want a little bit of help with these conversations in your church, you can download our free are We Relevant Conversation Guide, which is on our website right now, churchhelper.ca slash tools. Make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel. Don't miss any new episodes every week. Make sure that you get those. Uh, you can get some weekly thoughts that we put out uh, in your inbox by joining our email list. And if you ever want to connect with us, the best way to do that is through our website, churchhelper.ca, or by sending us a quick email. If you liked this episode this week and you know somebody that should hear it, but they're not really a, you know, a person of the internet, this isn't how they, how they do it, you can go to our website, you can print that off, you can hand it right to them. We would just love to see churches get into their communities and find ways to help in a relevant way. Make sure you check out that last series and that last video on growth. Can't wait to talk to you again soon and hear all the stories that you have to tell us about how you and your church is impacting your community. We'll talk to you again really soon.